Now We're Talking podcast, where we attempt to review the entire UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. I'm Harry. I'm Martin. And I'm Jacob. So, uh, Martin, <laughs> who really gives a damn for a flaky bandit? <laughs> who really gives a damn for a flaky bandit? Uh, I don't know. I really don't. I don't. What is that from? <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a dessert, doesn't it? Would you like? I, I quite like a flaky band. Oh yeah, it's tasty. I mean, if it, yeah. It's <laughs> 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 what song's that? Got from? some nuts at the top. Only the crumbliest, flakiest <laughs> bandit. <laughs> that that comes from Notorious, the yeah. first song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't well, we'll uh, get to that in time. Much the lyrics other than Notorious. Well, there haven't been many much to go on in the lyrics, but uh, Harry, in this whole world, what is fair? Uh, I don't know really like the fair the fair no that isn't fair though is it that's one of the things that isn't fair that's ironically unfair because all the games are rigged yeah that's yeah. true no one's I don't know Brewer's Fair Brewer's Fair yeah. Oh, yeah that is reasonably priced for what it is yeah oh. <laughs> well we are talking today now we're talking now we're talking about now that's what I call music volume eight. Yeah. First disc. Yeah. Volume eight. Or sides sides one and two if you had the cassette or vinyl. Yeah. Were they making them on cassette? By now? Oh, it's a good time to say it, I suppose. This is the, the first one that's been on CD since mm. that early one that they did it for a tryout. I think it was now four, okay, where it was so a mishmash. But this nah. one, this one had a proper CD. Still, don't get all the tracks on it though. Wow. Think you only get seventeen yeah. tracks. Uh, can you describe what the uh, cover looks like? I wasn't sure what it was meant to be. It's sort of some <laughs> no. kind of rippling fabric. Like, is it supposed to be a bed sheet? Just zoom in on it. it it's, yeah. It's very I thought it was like sort of crushed metal. Could is be crushed metal? metal. Well, that would fit with the, uh, the logo. Because the logo's still got the kind of coloured bingo ball thing. Yeah. Like, now they're like shiny tokens. Yeah. <laughs> and now that's what I call music. It's, oh, it's sort of like made out of sti- the, what I call music bit made out of a steel and it's got a lightning bolt at, one, at the top because the last few were materials weren't they like leather and lace yeah. yeah maybe they're going through them it's sort of leather lace metal maybe they're wedding anniversaries because like you know <laughs> yeah. one of them's oh, paper you... cotton yeah no it might be like that might be tin because isn't tin like one of the early ones it is yeah yeah it could be that's yes. what they might be doing <laughs> it doesn't look like metal does it it sort of does at the bottom. Whoa. Bottom, yeah, and then but there's fabric creases at the top, and it looks like maybe this is nailed into it. The now yeah. it's got little like nails in yeah. it. So I guess it's been nailed into the uh, weird crushed. It sort of looks like well, they're screws. Aren't what's they? he called from Terminator? The guy that like reforms himself in <laughs> liquid D2000. form. T two thousand. Yeah, is yeah. that him? Where James Cameron got his inspiration? Isn't it? <laughs> Have you seen these songs? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to give us a little bit of historical context, Harry? Yeah, I sure will. So now 8 released on the 24th of November 1986. Mm. We've got three labels now, three record labels involved. You've got Virgin, EMI and Polygram. 
Holly Graham. Yeah, so this one uh, went straight to number one on the 30th of November. Knox hits number five off the top. Oh, yeah. Fuck them hits. Uh, was knocked off by Kate Bush, the whole story, in January. Yeah, so, yeah, it was there. Shit. Yeah, it was there for the whole of December. Christmas number one album. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, everyone was getting this for Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's now eight. Now eight. Yeah. I'd have been happy getting that, this one for Christmas, to tell you. So that's been enjoyable. Just got to take it up from uh, the 11th of August, so it's just a little short... Oh, nice. ...short history here. Right, August the 21st, we've got... This is one of my favourite disasters. One of your favourite disasters? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the Lake Neos disaster, or the Lake Nios disaster in Cameroon. It was a limnic eruption which killed nearly 2,000 people. So that's like, basically, it was dissolved CO2 at the bottom of a lake, and it sort of erupted, either due to a landslide or possibly a volcano going off somewhere. They're not really sure. But anyway, this big old bloop of, like, CO2 came out of this lake and spread out, and because it's heavier than the air, it, like, sort of spread out like a carpet and, like, killed loads of livestock. It killed 2,000 people. Fucking hell. Yeah. So now they've got this weird, like, thing in the lake that stops the CO2 from building up. I guess it's probably, like, one of those balls that fizzes, like you get in a yeah. fish tank. It's sort of one of them. Yeah, 2,000. Yeah. It's, men, it's your favourite. CO2. Like no, because it's, it's weird. It's weird. Like, it's they, people just sort of one walked one in that area okay. and were like, whoa, and got all, like, weird and passed glad out and died. I'm glad you're not you're enjoying the fact that many people died. Just, no. Just the weirdness of it. Yeah, it's the weirdness. Yeah, yeah. It's like that molasses yeah. flood that killed loads of people. I like that as well. It's really, <laughs> really, really weird. September the 6th, oh, The Economist launched the Big Mac Index, which is like a sort of semi-humorous international me- measurement of purchasing power parity, which is basically like how much a Big Mac costs in, in a country. Okay. But it actually tells you quite a lot about where they are on like the scale of purchasing power, which is like how far your money goes in that country. Surely that wouldn't work now, because... You go to places... McDonald's is expensive in a lot of, like, places where everything's really cheap, I find. Oh, right, well... When I went to... When we went to Hungary, and yeah. we were, like, you know, food was, like, really cheap there, but then if you looked in the McDonald's, like, it was actually quite expensive in comparison. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I think I went to Sweden, and McDonald's was, like, really expensive there. Stuff wasn't that expensive in Sweden, except booze, which is fucking really expensive. Oh, yeah. It's fucking mental. On September the 13th and October the 10th, there were two massive earthquakes. Uh, The first one was in Kalamata. That measured six megawatts on the Richter scale. It's not the Richter scale anymore, though. It's M-dubs. I don't even know what M-dubs are. The M-dub scale. (laughs) (laughs) 20 people died, but that was the Mercalli intensity of 10. Right, this, this is the scale they use now, which is better than like what it is on how much it rumbles. This is like the proper severity of it, what it actually yeah. is like on the ground, rather than just how much rumbly it was. Okay, because um, yeah, even though like it can be sort of lower, this one in San Salvador was only five point seven on the megawatts or whatever it is, mi- million megawatts. It might be that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that killed fifteen hundred people right. instead of twenty, and that had a Macaulay of nine which was less oh yeah which is less than the bigger one well fair enough but kill more people but I like this Macaulay intensity scale so I've got it here I just want to read like what a couple of them sound like 
So if we do like a, we'll do the ten one. I think. Is ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, ten on the McCallie scale is some well-built wooden structures destroyed, most masonry and frame structures destroyed with foundations, rails bent. So that's pretty bad. Yeah. But this is the worst one, number twelve. I like what it says for this: damage total, waves seen on ground surfaces, lines of sight and level distorted, objects thrown upward into the air. Fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see me at level twelve. Yeah. So yeah, I think right. their magnitude they do it on now, don't they, or something like, like that. I think that's what those right. numbers are. I've not got that knowledge. Yeah, I think that's what it is. October the 29th, Thatcher officially opened the M25 motorway. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It was immediately a four-hour four tailback. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the M25 wasn't open until 1986. Yep. Where's the M25 go to? It's the one that circles <laughs> around London. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Europe's second largest orbital road, that is. Yeah. November the 3rd, the Iran Contra affair first was reported, although I think we've already talked about that a little bit. Also in 1986, first commercially available 3D printer was sold. Wow. Yeah. It was invented by a guy called Chuck Hull in 1983. Chuck Hull. What a name. And it's taken 30 years for them to to get somewhere with it. No, because they were producing commercially available ones in the mid-80s. How come we're only just hearing about 3D printers I now? I guess they were probably shit then, and now they're good. <laughs> yeah. So probably the technology wasn't <laughs> very good. Guess, I guess so. Uh, well, Sierra RS Cosworth, the, oh. the boy racer's car of choice, that came out in 86. Wow. So did, like, uh, the BMW M3 and Alan Partridge's Rover 800. Oh. Yeah, lovely. Quickly, hatches, matches, and dispatches. Right, hatches. In August, we had Usain Bolt. Oh. Wrestler Neville or Pack or, or whatever, whatever you want to call him, and uh, Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine. Ah, flow. Yeah. September we had uh, snowboarder Sean White, Alfie Allen. Uh, cough me, Willie. Uh, and Al- the- ca- oh, oh, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Lily Allen's brother. Yeah, yeah, Lily Allen's brother. Call him Shit Weasel. Also in September, Tinchy Strider and uh, footballer Olivier Giroud. He's uh, sort of well known for being very handsome. Ooh. Yeah, he's sort of like the new David Ginola. Ooh. Yeah. He's got lovely hair like David Ginola. No, he's got a lovely trimmed beard. Oh. Yeah, he's a world for 2018, isn't he? Nice. <laughs> in October, footballer Gabby Agbong Lahore. Just what like, the fuck sort of name is that? Gabby just like Lahore. saying it. Gabby. Gabby, Ag- Gabby Agbong Lahore. Uh, wow. He's English. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Amelia Clark actress in October as well. Who's she? Uh, Mother of Dragons. Oh yeah. Rapper Drake and uh, footballer John Ruddy. Oh, was, uh, John Ruddy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Norwich, Norwich keeper, or yeah. used to be. Uh, another goalkeeper in November, Casper Schmeichel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, old, hand. Uh, old... nice, nice hand work there. <laughs> yeah, Big Pete's son. Uh, football at Nanny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he often gets left with people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah. See, the thing about Oscar Pistorius, I guess we'll go into it more in the future, is I think he probably has one of the quickest falls from grace that I, that I can think of. Yeah. It's pretty much like, yeah, Olympic hero, murderer. Yeah. Like in about a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like a reverse Jade Goody. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, matches. <clears throat> September, Whoopi Goldberg got mar- married to cinematographer David Clayson. Ah. <clears throat> she didn't take his name. Didn't she marry Ted Danson at one point? She was with Ted Danson. I don't know if they there. were married. Uh-huh. Because they have that. The black up, the thing where yeah. she wanted to black up. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. Yeah, it's really funny. Of course, she would eventually marry Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> November 19th, Muhammad Ali uh, married Yolanda Williams. I don't know why I said that in a slight accent. Yolanda Williams? <laughs> I didn't say it in a slight accent. And the next day, just not to clash with Ali's Steve Martin and actress Victoria Tennant. Don't really know who she is. No. No. Uh, dispatches. There wasn't any good ones, so I just picked the people with names that I thought were the funniest. Okay. Uh, Edward Adelbert Doisy. <laughs> he was the American biochemist and Nobel Prize winner, so he's quite notable, but it just it's a funny name. Yeah, it's a good name. Vyacheslav Molotov. The Molotov cocktail's named after him. Wow. wow. Yeah, he was a Soviet diplomat and politician. Wow. Did, he, did he create well, the cocktails aren't very diplomatic though are they? no they're not I think yeah. that was sort of the irony of it oh, that, okay. I think that was why they called it that's and Chicago mobster Fluky Stokes Fluky Stokes Fluky Stokes oh, that's uh, good I think he was was he murdered I don't know <laughs> yeah so that's Hatches Matches and Dispatches First song is Duran Duran with Notorious. Notorious. No. It's got some sparkle motion. It's got some. So this was Duran Duran's first release as a three-piece. Wow, are they a three-piece by this? Yeah, yeah. Roger Taylor and Andy Taylor. Yes. And that's, oh, no. that's why the lyric, who really gives a damn for a flaky bandit is supposed to be like according to Simon Le Bon a bit of a bit of a broadside that's right they've only got one Taylor left now got yeah. more Durans and they've got yeah. Taylors now well, now I, I really like the funky guitar on this and that is played by Niall Rogers yeah it's going to crop up a lot in this episode yeah he is I was watching the Top of the Pop story and they described on their working with Niall Rogers as what everyone did in the 80s when they ran out of ideas so yeah just put it in a bit of context he also uh, also brought in the uh, Borneo Horns brass section on this Uh, the guitar I think they pop up quite a bit as well I think they've already been on something Mm. I found with this song I really like the production on it I felt it needed a stronger chorus sorry Duran Duran I just didn't think it was a strong enough chorus oh what is the chorus notorious oh is that that no it's not that it just goes you have the fire no one the witness. Oh yeah, it's yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But the production is great. I love it. The snare mm. sound and all yeah. the sort of sample vocals. I like that. I just don't think I've ever really heard this, but I've heard the notorious B.I.G. song <laughs> that samples it. Yeah, notorious. Yeah. I just can't expect yeah. We is, he is. Yeah, it's notorious. in Donnie Darko as well, isn't it? And Sparkle Motion Dance to oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Darko. But yeah, it's it's not the best around around, so I prefer the reflex. 
Yeah, it doesn't have as good a hook as the reflex. No. But I, like I say, great, great yeah, production. It's all, right. it's all funky. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. drums that may or may it's not be right. programmed. Hard to tell. I mean, Roger Taylor's there, so he's not playing them. I guess another Duran Duran right at the start of an hour, they love. Yeah, it was getting the start, big hitters. Yeah. Queen and Duran Duran. Uh, so this was number two in the US behind Walk Like an Egyptian. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? Uh, it was a UK number seven. In the Canada, it was a number ten, yes? Number ten. On the Irma, it was a number five. On the uh, New Zealand recorded music list. That's so serious. <laughs> yes. Serious business. It was a number six. Number uh, six. Yeah, US number two, as we've already heard. And David! Alright, boys! Fuck <laughs> it out! Cool. It's raining outside, bloody hell, never happens in uh, <laughs> Australia. I've got a bit of a bubble in me throat. <laughs> <coughs> That's better, mate. Uh, I don't know where, uh, what was happening there. I think some of the rain got in me throat. <laughs> Glad you found that funny. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I'm really going to have to stop flying you out here. It's getting expensive. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, well, you know, I've got to bring my reports. Uh, doesn't get in my top ten, mate. Number 17. Number 17? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Because yeah. he won't use email, that's why. <laughs> Keep saying just email the figures. I looked yeah. for his books Could on Amazon, do. couldn't find them. Find oh, really? No. So, is it? Uh, oh, yeah, video is just. Oh, it's just black and white, bit of colour, sexy dancers. Yeah, nothing much, much really. It's a bit boring, wasn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Wasn't anything really that notable. No. <laughs> Speaking of videos, the oh, yeah. song Pet Shop Boys Suburbia has a whole video intro, like intro section that's not on the song, with all like, see, you know, green screened out stations and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and just drum machines by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah, it's got all the weird talking intro, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. So, another another song from the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. They're going to be all over the 80s and 90s, those two. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Pet Shop Boys songs that were like notable because the last one I didn't really know and I don't really know this uh, one West End Girls yeah that's yeah. a big one yeah. they did a cover of Go West yeah Go West did they, they do, do Always of, On My Mind yeah that's, yeah, cool. that's that big one. One. oh yeah and Go West as well that's yeah. maybe all of my Pet Shop Boys knowledge I mean it pretty much sounds like a Pet Shop oh no Boys. it's a sin that's good as well isn't it uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. When I look back across my life. Oh, yeah, that is good. It's always yeah, yeah. with a sense of change. It sounds yeah. like all the other pet shop boys, <laughs> except there is like a little electric piano on there that you don't normally get. I thought this one was pretty dull. Yeah, the, I, it's like again, inoffensive, but not really like. You know. Again, not a, a strong enough chorus for me. I like my choruses to lift off, you know, like a rocket, and this yeah. doesn't really. And I just find Neil Tennant is quite limited in what he can do vocally. It just sounds really droll. Yeah, it's always so straight-faced, isn't it? Sort of aloof and detached. It's an observation, or it's, apparently it's inspired by the film Suburbia, which came out a couple of years earlier. Is that and, one with Tom Hanks? Uh, no, that's The Burbs. The Burbs, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. I've seen that. I don't know if it's in suburbia. Oh, it's, is good. It's, about, it's also about the Brixton riots of 81 and 85. There's quite a few different versions of this song, like 12 inches and 
different yeah. bits and bobs. But yeah, and I think different versions charted in different countries as okay. well. I used to like it when I was when I was a kid because I, I didn't really understand what he was on about. I was just like the bit about running around with dogs, <laughs> running with the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So your video we just talked about this shot in a suburb in LA. He's sitting on a couch with an Alsatian. Yeah. yeah. The Alsatian just sort of walks off. And the, yeah. other, the other pet shop boy looks really pissed off. Really yeah. moody. Yeah. yeah. I really, think that's, really, really that was his, his shtick. <laughs> yeah. It was a strange video. It was, it was like quite interesting. Yeah. Standard sort of pet yeah. shop boys in it. Nothing special. Yeah, exactly. But they don't do any dancing. It's do better they? than some of the videos where it's just people just standing there and singing. Yeah. It's more interesting than the last video. I mean, that's your base level, isn't it? It's like, if you're going to do a video, if you're just going to crank something out, you're like, absolute minimum, it's just to stand there playing your instrument or sit there, you know? <laughs> Not, don't put any sort of plot or dance routines in or effects. Charts. And the UK number six, old chap. Number six? Yeah. Really? Number three on the Irma. Oh, Whoa, we love running with them dogs. <laughs> do you like dags US number 70 boy number 70 yeah. I'm going to say I can't imagine the Pet Shop Boys would be that big in America yeah they're not country music enough no <laughs> no uh, New Zealand surprisingly yeah, quite liked it number 5 nice and uh, David just missed out on the top 100 mate wow nowhere near you're a harsh bastard <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, uh, in the Pet Shop Boys there, we had a dog that uh, walked away. <laughs> oh, now, uh, yeah. And now we've got the first first undisputed classic, I think. Well, it might be disputed, but I'll be surprised. Yes, uh, Walk This Way, Run DMC. Yeah. Versus Aerosmith. Versus Aerosmith. Yeah, nobody knows who won. Um, I think they're both winners. I think the I think the listener was the winner. Yeah, really. You know. Yeah. It's, it's I don't think this is the first like Stone Cold classic, though, is it? Because we found no, I mean on, on, this, on disc. this disc. Oh, on this disc, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's great. Yeah, Rick Rubin. He was the one with the idea to do it. That's Apparently, it. Run DMC. They didn't really like the idea, and they're yeah. surprised by the success. Yeah. You know, on hip hop and rock stations. Ooh. Yeah. It's got a great video, hasn't it? Yeah, it's well, well produced as well. Yeah. It does sound really athletic. The drums sound really awesome. Do you want to explain the video? Yeah, I will do. Basically, they're in one room and Run DMC are in the other room. They're both trying to practice. They just happen to be doing a song that's in the same key and tempo. Yeah. And they just get in and they're just disturbing each other. <laughs> this basically is it, isn't it? Yeah. And then they just sort of go fuck it and play together. Well, first Stephen Tyler smashes through the wall. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Pops his head through the wall to sing the chorus. <laughs> See, there was because uh, Run DMC are rapping over their song, and they're yeah. like, "What? I'm supposed to be singing this?" Do you know uh, there was a cover version of this for Comic <clears throat> Relief, which was Girls Aloud versus Sugar Babes. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I bet that's bad. They remade. I like Girls Aloud, but whew. I like Girls Aloud and Sugar Babes, but they they remade the video. But it, com- I think it completely 
missed the point because you got that culture clash between a hip hop group and a rock group and this yeah. exciting crossover. Whereas Guzzle and Sugar Babes are just two pop bands. There's no yeah. reason for them to. Well, they should have done the Sugar Babes and MSK, shouldn't they? Or N Dubs versus Sugar Babes. <laughs> but this, um, yeah, this is this is one of the iconic sort of moments where rock and hip-hop crossed over there was this there was that anthrax song that's right i like listening yeah. to this on yeah. headphones the headphones as well because you could hear during the rapping just very occasionally stephen tyler singing a word just uh, <laughs> a yeah, right. word and you're like oh look, there he is yeah, yeah first sort of rap rock really wasn't it yeah it also started off that sort of raps and singing collaboration thing that everyone does these days mm relaunched Aerosmith's career really yeah, yeah after drug and alcohol abuse people leaving the band and a shitty comeback album that didn't do very well well yeah because after this they had Permanent Vacation and, and uh, Pump which were massive oh, right. albums ah yeah no they, they were this was the thing this is a 70s song and they were sort of doing alright in the 70s and then like you say they went off for a bit so uh, it was good for both their careers I guess yeah and for rap rock in general or is it rock rap it's rap rock I think rap rock. Yeah. yeah so yeah because of all this stuff happening in the video it's actually only two members of Aerosmith who were there it's uh, Steve Tyler and Joe Perry yeah. the other three were members of a different band called Smashed Gladys Smashed Gladys yeah <laughs> oh I like that oh yeah the first hip hop song to go top five in the US really yeah, yeah. I meant Took to say a bit of Death Watch here Jam Master J uh, real name Jason William Mizell oh. died in 2002 I thought oh, it was Jason yeah. Nevins was he? no that was Run DMC versus Jason Nevins oh they were against they're always against people yeah. like yeah. have they won any of these? Oh, they like to face downs. <laughs> well, they must have won a few if they're still doing them yeah I guess they beat Aerosmith and moved on to Jason Nevin <laughs> oh, perhaps he got like no, they must have lost and been like it's demoted a division to be like, you know, you were against top stars Aerosmith but now you're, like, now you're in the conference oh, now we're away to Jason Nevin fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fuck Jason Nevin oh, I like it in the Canada we say it's number six mate Number six, come yeah. on, number one, mate. In Ireland, they said nope, uh, number twelve. Number twelve. Yep. Like, I don't like that sort of thing in Ireland. Right. In New Zealand, they said yeah, we we'll love it, mate. Number one. Number one. Yeah, number oh, one. New Zealand seemed like a nice lot. Yeah. Uh, UK number eight. US number four. Ooh. It was a uh, number nine from me, boys. Number nine. Yeah. Number Crack nine from Ken. That's pretty Crack good. Ken. Yeah. Yeah, he can't deny, can he? He can't deny the fusion. No. So, next up. Grab a drink. All right. I'll can you grab me a drink? Can you grab me the... Are you going in the fridge in there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the IPA I've got in there. Yeah. Very nice. Spin-off podcast. Drink Recorded in the bits where Harry has a wee. Yeah. Uh, is he having a wee? He's just getting... No, drunk. no, no. But that's another reason why he disappears, isn't it? Yeah, his bladder's improved, doesn't it? He's yeah, got, he's got. You had a bladder transplant. Right? <laughs> they put. They kept the old one, and then they put the other one around it. Like when you, you know, stuff one carrier bag into another. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> this is horrible like, mental image. Yeah. So he's got like a double double layered bladder now. That'll be a little treat for him when he looks at his back. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bloody Elmo in sticky toffee beer sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. It does sound nice. I've sort of got into drinking like ales and stuff recently. Yeah. I never really liked them before, so yeah. I'm trying lots of new ones. Oh, nice. <laughs> So, our old friend Jimmy Somerville's back. Yeah. No longer with Bronsky Beat. No. Coming so, are Bronsky Beat actually done now? I think they're done. I think they lost their star. Yeah, he was double duty and just like having a so we outside band. The Communards with Don't Leave Me This Way, yeah. which is a song originally written by Gamble and Huff and another person. Gamble and Huff were like uh, the sort of crafters of the Philly soul sound okay. and oh, right. OJs and um, I think it was uh, someone in Teddy Pendergrass okay but he was I really did the name Teddy Pendergrass because I know I don't think I've ever heard this version of this song but I've heard this song before well Thelma Houston also did a version of the song oh, okay. which became an unofficial theme song for the AIDS epidemic in gay male communities of the west that's right okay. yeah um, but yeah it's Gamble and Huff did OJs and all that stuff. So they, I think they wrote "If You Don't Know Me by Now" and like oh. Soul Tra- Love Train, oh, oh. that kind of thing. It was first a hit for Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yes, they were. That's, that's right. It. And then Frank Houston, and then the Communards. Mm. Yeah, this is a good. I quite like this. It's high energy. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Gallops, doesn't it? Like the whole yeah. song. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you ride a horse well to this. Had a featured guest vocalist, the female jazz singer Sarah Jane Morris. Yeah. Yeah, she's good as well. Yeah, and I don't think this is, is this isn't the only time she works with them, is it? I think she does something else with them as well. Maybe. Okay, yeah. I found like with this now that even songs that I wasn't that keen on like this one they've got lots of energy yeah I'm liking yeah. the nightmare it's got NRG maybe. NRG yeah it's got NRG I like it more than the last Bronski or Jimmy Somerville beat song yeah but I like actually, the last one I, I think this like one's probably best. better because it's more fun well, what was the last one you are my boy oh that's it yeah you are my world oh, yeah. my boy <laughs> you're my boy stable here's <laughs> something that I found surprising <laughs> yeah. so I found this surprising in 2015 the song was named by the British public as the nation's 16th favourite 1980s number one oh, really yeah. well I got number one then you bad. ruined that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad but uh, I'm sure there must be 16 well there are obviously 16 songs better but oh, there's yeah. probably loads better than this oh yeah but still quite a nice little song yeah but so, did, did the better ones get to number one you see White Lines didn't did it no but Three Lines did well no but I mean <laughs> I mean all the number ones out of all yeah. the number ones in the 80s several remixes were issued notably the Gotham City mix which had to be split across two sides of a 12 inch single running <laughs> a total of 22 minutes <laughs> 55 seconds hell. Uh, that is a long that's remix that's too long to qualify as a single I think is it yeah so that one might not have counted towards the chart so they, they sacrificed you know in the name of artistic you've got to get out on the club where everyone's in the club you need 22 yeah. minutes of this yeah. so you can really, really I think your it. limit is 21 or 22 minutes okay did you watch for the video your for entire this? running time so like yeah if not it's an EP 
Did I watch it? Yeah, a sort of dystopian future where they've banned the communards. Yeah. With no high energy. Yeah. <laughs> Banning order. They've Fuck. got like little stars on them, like the stars of Saint of uh, David. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they sort of go and have a illegal raid. Yeah, a little illegal warehouse party. Yeah. High energy party. Yeah. Where he's singing and it's, doing some like really funny dance moves. That's right. He's, he's, and his flat hair. He's got yeah, really yeah. a flat. I mean, he's got a good voice, but he's not very good to, in front of like a camera. <laughs> yeah. There's another. There's another one coming up when they're doing a gig and they're trying to get shut down by the feds. Oh, mate, that's yeah. their whole life. I know, we've got a new new 80s trope here. Yeah. The illegal gig. <laughs> but it was good. They looked like they were having fun. Yeah. Yeah, a mainly lady-based band. Female drummer, female brass section. Yeah. Somerville was really belting it out on this one, wasn't he? Yeah. It's actually st- there was very few bits where it sounded, like, silly. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like an upside-down duet, isn't it? Like, Sarah Jane does the low bits and he does mm. the high bits. That's interesting. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And when they're on performing it on top of the pops, they swapped for a bit for a, like a verse, and the producers were very angry with them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did he, what? So he sang the low part. Yeah. Or that he mimed the low part. What would that sound like? Okay, he mimed. Well, it sound okay. like the record. Yeah, it was mimed. I thought it was live. I was like, can he sing low as well? But weren't they really unhappy with? Was it Chaz and Dave? I remember they were unhappy with Chaz and Dave for. How can you be unhappy with Chaz and Dave? Wasn't it when they were singing Gertrude? Yeah. Was it? I think he said, like, isn't it where he says cow son? I, think I that's don't know. Apparently, some like old Cockney sort of offensive word. And no. They didn't want them saying it, and they said it anyway when they were playing and yeah. got in trouble. Well, I remember <laughs> when when, uh, when <laughs> Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine became Christmas number one. Rage Against the Machine were appearing on radio shows and stuff, and they're like, that's interesting because are they going to swear? Because if they don't swear, it kind of undermines the whole point of the song of, you know, fuck you, I'll do what you tell me. And what they did was, in the build-up bit, they were performing live on this radio show, and in the build-up, they just went, I won't do what you tell me, left out, and then when they, like, drop it and goes back in, then they were going, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, and they cut away, and I thought it was quite good, because if they'd started doing it at the build-up, they'd have never got away with it. But if they'd actually just censored themselves, it would have made the whole song... A contradictory mess yeah oh, I've got loads of stories about people playing the wrong songs and things <laughs> so yeah. there's not enough time to do it right now oh well anyway charts yeah so I'll start with America what huh communists no <laughs> <laughs> get out of here number 40 well still yeah still in there somewhere yeah. you probably got that far in America yeah in New Zealand they said yeah pretty good mate number 2 I'll give it a number one on the Irma. Wow, they yeah. like that on the Irma. Yeah. UK, number one. Yeah, looking after our own. Yeah. And David, I agree with the New Zealand boys. I'll give it a number two as well. Wow, Pretty hell. strong. Pretty strong. Once again, it's like one of these artists, the communards, who seem like they must have been quite big at the time. But yeah. were, no one talks about them now as like a classic... 80s group you know I, mean, yeah. I, I remember my former people remember Duran Duran that's the problem the with you arts. that's the thing if you switch projects isn't it like mm. you're not not then known for one thing Sister, yeah, break out. Why are you giving a? Did you like this? Making a noise there. I didn't like it. 
Well, I thought it was alright. It's just really long and repetitive. I like the guitar solo. When the guitar solo. Do you know who played the guitar? No. Uh, oh, you haven't been paying attention then. Yeah, that guy you said earlier, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers. Nile Rogers is back again. Oh, is, is he on this one? Yeah. I mean, it's a nice guitar uh, solo. Oh, no, no, sorry, no. Oh, no, uh, no, got it wrong. He's on the next one. Uh, yeah, when it drops into that guitar solo, I, was, I like that. But it just seemed, I don't even know if it is long, but it just seemed like really long and repetitive. Yeah. So I found it dipped along quite nicely. Once again, I don't think the singing was very good. It was just like really flat and boring. Well, no, no, it wasn't like out of two. But mm. just sort of, uh, I just thought it was pleasant out. enough. Not freak out, it's break out, isn't it? Got stuck freak in my head out. a bit. Ding, 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 ding. It's a bit of sophisticated pop that I actually like. Is this the first oh, still, still got sophisticated pop? That is the only thing it said. Yeah, look, it's nearly six genre. minutes long. It's too long. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Cut it down to three minutes. Yeah, probably all right. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. Yeah. It does go on too long. Yeah, they're making a dress in the video, aren't they? There's old Swingy. She's quite attractive as well. Swing out sister. Oh, didn't see a video for this. Yeah, she was hot. I was watching just a playlist that's all made, and this one didn't have a video, so I didn't. Yeah, having a laugh making the video, They're pissing about. It's good. They make a dress, she models it. Who is Swing Out Sister? What's well, the woman is Corinne Drury. I don't know if she's related to Eileen Drury, the faith healer that Glenn Hoddle employed in the <laughs> 1998 World Cup. <laughs> wow. Should have got Mystic Meg. They had the Meg. same. 1998, Mystic Meg would have been at the height of her powers. Right. Mystic Meg? Three numbers. Yeah, they should have got her in. Yeah, the she's got a, yeah. the haircut that Swing Out Sister's got, and I okay. think I think Eileen Drury might have had that haircut as well. Mystic well, haircut. we don't know Mystic Meg's real name, so you know, ah, could it be? She could have been Eileen Drury. Your pop career's growing up. What you do? <laughs> you become a what was she? A fortune teller, a seeress, or and then I just remember her appearing on the national lottery gallery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, a Taurus will win the lottery this week. You're like, oh. That's stupid. Well, Tell chance. us what the numbers are, yeah, you yeah, psychic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you all, then yeah, yeah, she no really one will win anything. She was really psychic. She'd be on there for one episode, and the numbers would come up, and then you'd see her running out, going, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, she wouldn't be on there at all. She'd just get a ticket every week. If you want to get this song for free, <laughs> it's my... Uh, section of can you get it on a computer game yeah you can you can get it on GTA episodes from Liberty City really I guess it's set in the 80s isn't it that one yeah you can get that on 360 or PS3 it will it will work on an Xbox One as well okay uh, you can probably play it on Playstation not Playstation fucking PC as well surely get it on Steam oh yeah yeah, yeah. probably get it on Steam as well <laughs> yeah yeah this was uh, a number one on the US adult contemporary chart yeah. Oh, I, I don't never that. really know what that means. Yeah, you don't even know. Fist of police, you do. Porn music. Adult <laughs> music. It's all funky, funky porn music. <clears throat> it was number four in the UK. Number six in America. And number one on the old adult. That old chart on the you know, go through the beads into the back room and listen to <laughs> the swing out sister. I mean, they are swingers by the sounds of it. Well, yeah. swinging sisters. Uh, New Zealand number four. Ireland uh, number six, not bad. In Canada, uh, where's number eighteen? Yeah, that's more like it. Yeah, and uh, Kent, it was a, it's a number twelve for me, mate. But uh, it's fifty nine on me. Uh, Nineteen eighty seven Kent reports. So I did pretty well. Yeah, yeah, on the end well. of year charts. But yeah, it's a song. I've I've heard it before, but don't really know it that well. 
Oh, and, uh, it's a bit of shit though, isn't it? 60, 66th best selling of the year in America. Wow. Not bad. Not bad at all. For a little, little sophisticated pop yeah. outfit from <laughs> God knows where. Do they have any more songs that are notable? Are we going to get any more Swing swing Out Sister? Yeah, we're going to be getting some more. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to the return of Sophisticop. Yeah. <laughs> I just like saying it. Oh, what a tune. <laughs> I listened to this thinking, I love this song, and then I haven't really listened to it for a long time. And listened to it, I was like, oh, it's even better than I remember. It's great. So yeah. this, this this is one that does have Niall Rogers yeah. on guitar. And also, do you know, Martin, who did the, the female vocals on the song? No. Shaka Khan. Shaka yeah. Khan. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a really good 80s voice. I thought it was kind of similar to Peter Gabriel's voice in a way. Yeah. It kind of has a sledgehammer vibe to it. Yeah. I thought, really it's, funky. He's got that thing I like that, you know, you get on that Billy Ocean song as well. It's like really good 80s singing. Yeah. No one sings like that anymore. No. It's really good. Well, see, it's interesting you say it's got a good 80s voice because Steve Winwood was actually around in the 60s originally. It's part of the band Traffic, appeared on a Hendrix album. And oh, really? That, and also... Yeah was a friend of Vivian Stanchel's Vivian Vivian Stanchel wrote lyrics for a couple of his songs oh really which kind of uh, is what is one of the things that meant that he he wasn't broke because he made money from it so he's, he's a bit of an old hand by this time Steve Winwood uh, did Vivian Stanchel write Higher Love? no <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, owns his own themed mystery uh, woodland Nice. Yeah. Really? The Winderwood. Winderwood. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's cheesy but good, isn't it? It yeah, is. Yeah, it's really good. a good up tune. Yeah. yeah. Makes you feel good. It, um, the, the video was directed by the same people, Peter Kagan and Paula Grief, who directed oh, okay. Notorious by Duran Duran. Oh, okay. So that's their yeah. thing of sort of yeah. switching between black and white and colour, yeah, yeah. having a bit of dancing, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, pretty yeah. dull video, but yeah. you, know, you don't need a really interesting video for such a good song. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know, fucking great song. Yeah, two Grammys. Two Grammys. Two Grammys. What for? <coughs> um, I can't remember. Best. Best male vocal performance and another one. Best number one. It was it was for the song as well. It wasn't for the video, okay. but I can't remember what it was. Uh, God damn! Yeah. I when I wrote that down, I thought someone's going to ask me which ones. Oh, no, they won't. Don't be silly. Yeah, <laughs> ask you which ones, mate. So let's start with America, where it was the number one, boy. Yeah, this sounds like a really American yeah. song. Knocked off Papa Don't Preach from oh, number well, one. That's a good song as well. Yeah, and it was knocked off by our girls Venus. With a banana yeah. rama. Oh, that's okay. It's not as good though. No, it's, it's not. not as proper that no, preach. Didn't not. we have Venus? Wasn't Venus on the last? Yeah. Now. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. now, now made its way to America. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I thought uh, time had gone weird. No, time is weird on this. On these, they they bring things back, don't they? Yeah, I guess. You know. UK number thirteen. Unlucky oh, for really? some. Is that yeah. all? Yeah. New Zealand uh, number eleven, mate. Number eleven. Yep. In Canada, they said, "I we love it. It got a high love, number one." Yeah, it sort of feels like it'd be more more of a 
song for America and Canada, yeah. little brother Canada. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound very British. It's like really. <laughs> yeah, it's very American. Yeah. Uh, Australia, what's sitting on the fence at number eight, mate? Sitting on the massive giant dingo fence. <laughs> so that's the longest fence in the world. It's not the dingo fence. Yeah, there's a fence that um, basically fences off southeast Australia for like 4,000 miles or wow. something. Yeah, that's just long cut fence. the whole thing off. It, only, it stops a few miles from the coast and it's to stop dingoes from getting in and killing livestock and wow. shit like that. Bloody dingo! I yeah. thought you were making that up, and then your voice no. stayed sincere. And like, no. <laughs> it's the biggest, longest fence in I the world. Just camping. No, nope. <laughs> like, I don't mess about when it comes to weird, fucking useless information. <laughs> <laughs> no more Steve Winwood. Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, another song by orchestral maneuvers. Oh, right, kind of uh, Bloody orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Great yeah. band name. Another yeah. dull song for me. Forever live and die. Sorry, brackets forever. Close brackets. Live and live die. And die. Yeah, they, yeah. They're bad, aren't they? Oh, and I mean, I've, <laughs> written I've for got... a Bond film that never came out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. I've, I've got live and let die going around my head, and that's a great song. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember how it goes. But again, it didn't. It oh, wasn't like agony like, to get through it. It's just like pedestrian, isn't it? it was, I know, it's really short. That's why it's like two and a half minutes or something. Yeah, like but I just found that, as with all of this disc, there weren't any points where I just thought, "Am I going to be able to get through this disc?" Harry might have one on the next song, but you know, like some I think it was now two side two, wasn't it? That was uh, a yeah. slog. Oh, that was horrible. We had some OMD on one of those earlier ones as well, I and mean, that's the other thing. Locomotion. Like, yeah, I can't remember what that yeah. sounds like. Okay, yeah, because I thought that was come on, baby, do, do the locomotion. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, so, so, uh, no. Do you want to know what we've heard? We've heard. I think you've done Simon Mills of Smash Hits before. His, like, his opinion on things, yeah. yeah. But you didn't do the right character. Smash hits that, um, I think you should sound like this. Hello, I'm Simon Mills. I write Smash Hits magazine. <laughs> I thought it was limp, languid, wimpy. And totally inoffensive. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Ag- I'd agree with that. That's what Smash Hits thought. Yeah, I'd agree Smash with Smash Hits. Smash Hits, the bastion of journalistic uh, <laughs> integrity. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, Smash Hits, R.I.P., that should be on Death Watch as well. It's no more well, Smash I, Hits, is I, it? Oh. I feel like that's a pretty Smash good Hits. review of this song. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's how I feel now. Thanks, Smash Hits. <laughs> I can imagine Simon Thanks Mills Simon with that Mills. voice being on one of those, you know, top 100 songs of the 80s, one of them cheap Channel yeah. 4 shows yeah. coming out. I remember the first time I heard my love by Steve They should Wins. get us in for if they ever do <laughs> yeah. like 80s music ones. Uh, yeah. I'll do talking head work. That'll be good. Yeah, we've got like, what, about 30 followers on Twitter? <laughs> We're easily famous enough to be on there now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what does it even mean forever live and die like how do they can, can they do both hey Harry can you remember how this song goes how the chorus sounds do they sing forever what? I never knew I ever oh, knew yeah. I never knew I never knew I yeah, yeah, yeah. 
forever live and die. Yes, yeah. yeah, so do say it. Yeah, there we go. I remember what it sounds like now. It was boring. <sighs> video, the video was boring. Oh, well. Just them playing. Yeah. Walking about at the seaside. Boring. Boring. Boring boys. I don't know. Yeah, did they make all that weird sort of experimental electronic music? I think we, I think or am I thinking about Ozark us. Mountain? No, no, they did. They Dick's did. Flat or whatever. They did. They mentioned in the Wikipedia article that like some people saw it as a bit of a return to their earlier sound. Or if that's the case, then I don't care uh, to hear yeah. their earlier sound either. I mean, I just want to talk about Sailor V and by the Witch. That's not going to happen till the nineties, and this. This song is just yet another obstacle in my way. I hate being slowed down by by these songs, <laughs> especially with some of the gold we've got coming up. Please tell me we're not going to hear any more from orchestral maneuvers in the dark. I can't tell you that. Oh fuck I you! I can't tell you that. Fuck you! I can tell you that this went a top ten in Canada. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, number thirteen in Ireland. Number fourteen in New Zealand. <coughs> Number 11 in England, America, UK, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number 19 in the US, and I agree with you, bloody Yanks, number 19. Surprised they even give it a 19. Yeah, so top 20 everywhere. last song had a video where they're in the beach apparently yeah. the senior orchestra when he was in the dark he walked a bit too far into the sea he went in too deep yeah. which brings us to Genesis <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're the master of smooth transitions <laughs> cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up above in my head instead of going under yeah cruise like, through the party like my name was El Nino I see I've wanted it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Song 41 <laughs> takes me back to being 13 and watching American Pie. Or just watching Kerrang. Uh, I never got into them because I was Hip Hop Martin no. back then. This is, didn't this, like the punk. This is a bit I more silly. They were too silly for me. Like. Yeah, okay. yeah. This, this is the, the smoother in, in Too Deep. Is this Sophista Pop? Oh, I don't know. I think it's adult contemporary. <laughs> it would definitely be on adult contemporary yeah. chart, wouldn't it? This, I don't think I've ever heard this before and I was, I was liking this. I like it. Collins, Collins can write a good slow I'm expecting you to hate it. You hate it. I didn't think very much of it at all. How's no. the chorus go again? Um, you know I love you, but I just yeah. can't take it. What's going on? This 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 whole song should be like up tempo. It should be like I know I love it, but I just can't take it. Yeah, why is it so? It's really weird. It sounds like it should be up tempo. You don't chop like it's weird. It's all sort of choppy and staccato in the chorus, and it's was like slow and like. I think, I think, Phil, I think Phil Collins just liked doing ballads. It meant in the video he could set up a staircase that went nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that Mike Rutherford, not Mike Rutherford, sorry, Tony Banks is uh, playing a, a like a, an acoustic grand piano sort of thing in the in the video, even though if you use your ears you can clearly hear it's a synth. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's, oh, yeah. Mike <laughs> yeah. Rutherford's playing a bit of guitar when there isn't any guitar. Call that. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, quite a dull video, really. Oh. It's just the, same, just the same thing all the way through. 
Sometimes he's sitting on the stairs, sometimes he's walking over. I like the song though. I like it. It doesn't sound like a Genesis song to me. It does. It sounds uh, like another. I think that's Phil what ballad. it came on the radio, and Sophie was like, "Oh, is this a Phil Collins song?" I was like, "Well, I wasn't sure. I had to." Yeah, up. yeah. It's too. Conf- this sounds like a Phil. Co- it should be a Phil one, not but a it's Genesis. Another, another one of those Phil Collins ballads where it's just sort of like it's quite a nice song, but it'd probably be better if someone else was singing it because oh, no. that is falsetto bit. Phil I thought you'd like that. <laughs> This but this is for a film called Mona Lisa. He just can't stop writing songs for films, can he? So he wants to get everything. In. Seems to be for a film. I don't know about has, this. Has he been in Buster yet? Wasn't that the film he was in? Was it was called he? Buster? Buster. He likes some terrible film. I don't know. Well, he was actually Phil Collins was a child actor before he was a musician. He played the Artful Dodger in something, maybe on stage. Yeah, I, re- I know. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yes, yeah, I don't know this film Mona Lisa though. Is it like? Yeah, it Buster. sounds pretty good. It sounds really like. Yeah, oh, it just sounds really gangster. I'm, I'm painting this woman. She's really hot, but I can't get her to smile properly. Like, oh, what am I gonna do? Like, is that what it's? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got in the film yet, Buster. So perhaps he's oh. just like trying to butter up the film industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do your songs because I think he did songs for Buster. I hear it's bad. I've not ever seen it. This was also in American Psycho. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd bring this one up, yeah. It was dissected by Patrick Bateman. Hey, fuck you, you <laughs> fucking DPs! <laughs> You're a nice guy! You're a you nice me, guy! You and me, we're done! You and me are fucking finished professionally! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, why did I sign up for this shitty film? <laughs> That's what Mark, Mark uh, off topic. That's what Mark Commode said. He was like, he's just realised. It's just dawned on him that he's doing this film. He's working, <laughs> working with McGee. <laughs> yeah, working with McGee. McGee, McGee. Fuck him. Anyway, it says, uh, "Who's the most moving pop star?" That's a fucking crazy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale's accent is kind of half American it keeps yeah. between American and British and your, your accents are great at like this <laughs> should be right in your wheelhouse Harry <laughs> oh god damn it it's the most moving pop song of the 1980s these cats god damn son these cats are all about monogamy and commitment the song is extremely uplifting and it gives me trepidation <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are as positive and affirmative as anything I've heard in rock yeah so that was uh, Stone Cold's Patrick Bateman's <laughs> view on it you get full face Phil Collins at one point which I wasn't enjoying oh yeah you get you get his face overlaid him in profile overlaid over the, the main image oh, so I've seen his face more than any of his wives <laughs> Right. Uh, in Canada, we said a number 15, mate. Irish number 12. New Zealand. That's <clears throat> a bit shit, mate. Number 30. Oh, fuck you. UK, just number 19. Oh. Uh, US, they say, we love into deep, man. They love sophisticated pop. Number three. Yeah. When they get in the adult contemporary. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was in there for number one for months, I should think, in the yeah. adult contemporary. Probably still is. Yeah. Uh, I agree with the uh, the old Canadian boys on this one, number 15. Oh, that's all right. Australia in the Kent. It's not too bad for the Kent. Yeah. 
Well, here's another banger of a track. Cameo. Word up. I forgot how much I like this song. Because I sort of know I like this song already. And then listening back to it, I haven't heard it for a while. And listening to it really loud. This song's incredible. Like like the funkiest song. It's one of the funkiest songs ever. Yeah, so good. It's amazing because it, it sounds like really programmed. And yet they still... I think it's even more impressive to make something that sort of electronic sounding funky yeah yeah and it's something that I don't mind describing as funky because I really hate when people use the adjective funky oh that's really funky when they don't even mean it is reminds me of funk music or it smells really bad like when they just mean oh it's sort of kooky and kitsch that's not what I fucking mean (laughs) it's funky in the truest sense yeah it's got a great groove to it and I love the singer's voice oh yeah it's so weird isn't it I'm pretty pretty around the world (laughs) it's uh (laughs) yeah I mean, I've obviously the first thing I think of when I think of this song is the the red cod piece thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's also it's got the yeah, that's really good. Bad yeah. and the ugly, and yeah. that's also in the previous one, single yeah. life. Yeah. 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 Do you know who, which actor makes a cameo appearance in this? No. Yeah. Yeah. Harry does because he reads. He does the same research. <laughs> like I do. You read Wikipedia. That's why I ask you. Yeah. This is why I don't read the Wikipedia page because then we'll it is no the actor Lavar Burton, yeah. better known as Geordie LaForge. Oh. In, uh, Oh, nice! In Star Trek: Next Generation, yeah, he's in it. Geordie, yeah, he tries to he tries to handcuff the singer, or well, does handcuff the singer, you know, cameo chameleon, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he, he ends up uh, handcuffed to an angry Asian woman instead. Uh... <laughs> he's always doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you ever heard the uh, Mel B version of this song? Oh, yeah, how dare you! Like, did it have Missy Elliott on it as well, or something? Was that a different? No, one that was. Um, I think that was a different one. Wasn't I've it? had a really bad video had, as well. I had the Mel B version before Mel I had B the from. cameo version. Really? Well, yeah. Poor you. Well, because well, she was in it. Yeah. Ooh. So I remember having this debate with my dad years ago about preferring. The version of the song that you hear first, but it's certainly not the case here. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. really really bad. Definitely. Was it Mel? I think it was Mel B's first solo single. Oh. The bad cover of Where Bring, Bring it back to the good yeah. version. I mean, yeah. this yeah, I love this song. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's one of my favourite songs on on now so far. You know, it's up there with uh, the Eurythmics. Yeah, and some of those really good Queen songs. You can uh, get this one on Dancing Stage Euro Mix on the PS1 if you still got your dance mat. Yes. Yeah, I bet that's a great one to dance to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Canadian uh, one dozen uh, number 12. Uh, Ireland, they said, oh, you'll give it an eight pack. An eight pack? Yeah. Oh, pricks. Yeah, New Zealand, they said, word up, mate, number one. Yeah. Uh, UK. I love the New Zealand guys, they know what's up. Yeah. We said UK number three, America number six, boy, for their own. And uh, David Kent also gives in a number six. Oh, that's pretty good for the Kent. Yeah. Oh, so good. Wow. So, yeah, top ten everywhere apart from Canada. No more cameo. Oh, no more fuckers. cameo. I wonder, I can't remember the chronology. I just remember Alligator Woman is an amazing album. Okay. There's, the whole album is really good. That's a really good cameo album. So check that out if you want more cameo. I'm not 
Grace Jones, I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect for you. God, a bit of a rubbish song, wasn't it? I thought it was alright. I really like the song. It's 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 sandwiched between you know coming after cameo. I yep. think does it <clears throat> means that it doesn't come off very well. Yeah. I like the video. She was dressed in a weird cross between a sort of traditional African costume and a cat's cradle. Oh yeah, that was with a dress with loads of symbols on. Well, oh, yeah. and the then, skirt and was then, just too big. And then people turning up saying what they thought of Grace Jones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, had a few cameos in. It did have a few yeah. cameos in. Oh shit. I yeah. Mr. Mr. Segway there. Yeah, it? Andy Warhol, Timothy yeah. Leary and well, Keith Tim- Herring. I feel like I should know who he is but I don't. Isn't Keith Herring Richard Herring's dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his dad did say his dad's name is Keith. So. And I'm pretty sure like one of the women goes, she's a wanker. I thought that's what she said. Yeah. What? She's a wanker. I think you have that in your own video. Yeah. I think she directed it herself. That's how so like, she is. Yeah. I think I mean, um, Grace Jones, I don't know what she's like on other songs, but... There's not a lot of uh, movement in the melody of this song. It's all no. pretty monotone. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's what I well, like It's about just it. a bit style over substance in it, I think. And got Nile Rogers on there again, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, old Nile But Rogers. he's just going. What That's what his, he does. With his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's why he can do it. He doesn't need a guitar. Oh, wow. That's he's why they like really him so much. Yeah. It's like Beardy Man. He's great now, Rogers. He does does all his stuff. He was uh, doing the sister side stuff on E as well. David Bowie, he's playing with him. So he's probably a bit when he did this song. If his contribution isn't great, he was probably pretty tired. He's probably, ah, <laughs> oh, what another song, another bloody song. I've got to do my guitar on. All right, you can get there. You go, guitar. We just want the standard Noel Rogers, mate. Oh, I can do you a little. <laughs> right, now just loop that. Bye. Yeah, see ya. For <laughs> the next one. Um, but yeah, it it was it it didn't feel like wading through treacle like some of the lesser songs on other nows. That's what I enjoyed. I found the whole thing pretty light. And oh yeah, this wasn't through. like terrible. I guess it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like a stinky Rod Stewart song, was it? No, no. something. Or Not just like a really boring. No. Fucking. I'm not going to be listening to it again. Oh, no. It, it doesn't go on the... Like I say, the, the skirt songs. in that video is ridiculous. It's the oh, biggest it's skirt I've ever seen. It's, it's like, great. It's, you need to just see the video to see how big that skirt is. <laughs> it's fucking massive. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest ones I've ever seen, I think. It's, it's the biggest skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> she must be like, you know... Usually skirts aren't 50 feet the off the ground for the skirts touching the floor or something. <laughs> you know, it's mad. Yeah. So, yeah, Grace Jones directed it. So it was a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest. Yeah, but not very widely distributed. This one We've got as far as New Zealand, where it got a number nine. Yeah, that's its best showing. They like it down there for some reason. In Ireland, they said that's all right. It's number twenty-four. And in the UK, just a number fifty-six. Ooh. In America, they said sixty-nine. Ooh, I don't like it. Didn't even crack the can. Not our biggest hit either. There's another one. I don't know if we'll be getting it. I can't remember what it was right. called. Are now. we getting any more Grace Jones? Yes, we are getting more Grace Jones. Okay. Oh. What what we're getting? Oh, I don't know. I don't know all. Oh, what's going to be coming you knew up. all songs. No, I just know that she's coming back.
Mel and Kim showing out brackets get fresh at the weekend sure went out yeah Death Watch <laughs> Melanie Susan Mel Appleby only lived until 18th of January 1990 yeah only five years after this yeah I think it's not she, as good as respect they were already young as well weren't they yeah they were sisters if you didn't know yeah I think they were it's yeah. an early uh, stock Aitken and Waterman joint yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. where that's where Spike Lee got the idea of calling it a joint. <laughs> he loves, loves playing yeah. yeah, this is influenced by Chicago Garage House. Apparently, that's why it sounds like it sounds. Tell me, tell me what you said before, Martin, about you like you know the little bit. That was about like the four second bit before the chorus. It's really good. I like that the most. Is it just where the it only all. takes a minute. To feel alright, or something like that. And oh, I was like, right. well, but it really reminds me of a song by the Mint Juleps, or uh, oh, a yeah. British female <coughs> a cappella group. And then I kicked, and then it goes into the chorus. It's quite disappointing. There's a little bit in. But the, that bit's really good. It's not <laughs> as good. There's a little, there's a little synth line in there, like a synth bass line that has a, a flat five in it. It goes like Ooh. from the one to the five, and then the flat five, which is quite jazzy, really. That's a bit of an odd thing to throw in there. It's not as good as respectable. No, it's it? not, is it? No. no. <laughs> I um, mean, it's all right. It just it's it, it uses the same hooks again and again, and they're not. It's not you know. I should be so lucky or any of those other stock Aitken Waterman songs. Respectable it doesn't have the craft. Yeah. Of those. Oh yeah. Well, Mel, Mel, this Mel, Mel and Kim were quite attractive. I like them. Yeah. Shame. I just looked at it. She I thought the snare Mel died when she was twenty-three. Yeah. So young. The uh, the snare yeah. drum. I like. I like. She's so what? So they were like. So nineteen when they did this one. No, 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 nineteen. Ah. Nineteen. Yeah, the I average so, age so. of pop star was no, 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 nineteen. Nineteen. Good. <laughs> it says Mel. Yeah, died in nineteen ninety. Yeah. At the age of twenty-three. So yeah. I think eighty-six. Yeah, they would have been like nineteen. What she would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. The Appleby sisters, not to be confused with the Appleton sisters. Yeah. Yeah. They got their first, the first apples. <laughs> it, still, it, was, it was fun enough. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. Yeah. Bit of fluff on it. We really are getting some high, high NRG now. Yes. It's pretty soon, it's going to be pretty full on high NRG. Yeah. <laughs> You're really getting Kylie and Jason Donovan and. All that shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they were high NRG. And Rick Astley. I'm not quite sure what is high NRG. Most of what Saw were doing yeah. was was high energy, I think. Which is which? Do you find more horrific, Harry? Saw is in Stock Aitken and Waterman, or Saw the horror film? Uh, they hack people up. I definitely Stock Aitken and yeah. Waterman. Yeah, absolutely. A very low energy, low NRG in America for this one. I only got to number 78. All the way up to number three in the UK. Uh, number eight in the land of the New Zealanders. And uh, David Kidd puts it at number 12. So there you go, that's your, that's your Mel and Kim. Oh. Jermaine Stewart, we don't yeah. need to take our clothes off. Uh, Death Watch. Wow, but he died not... March the 17th, 1997. So he 
didn't outlive uh, Mel for very long. It's not called We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off. What's it called? Because this is the UK series of Now. Oh, what's it called then? Oh, it's called We Don't Have to Dot Dot Dot. Because apparently in Britain we're too squeamish to have a song called Take Your Clothes Off. Wow. That's what? mental. When you consider like but not Queen and everyone's getting number ones and. Yeah, but also, surely the whole thing is it's like a bit prudish. Anyway, yeah. anyway, look. It's about chastity, isn't it? Let me tell you so, Harry. That is the official now website with the UK thing on, and they've written the whole title on there. Yeah. Now. That is inaccurate. Revisionist history, mate. I've gone back and changed it. Well, let's let's hear what William Jermaine Stewart had to say about it. Oh, go on then. He said, I think it made a lot of people's minds open up a little bit. We didn't only want to just talk about clothes. We wanted to extend that. We wanted to use the song as a theme to be able to say, you don't have to do all the negative things society forces on you. You don't have to drink and drug. You don't have to take drugs early. The girls don't have to get pregnant early. So the close bit of it was to get people's attention, which it did, and I'm glad it was a positive message. Yeah. That, oh, I just thought it was saying, you don't have to take your clothes off, I can have sex with you for the Yeah, clothes. it's a song about <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I like the idea of being able to take your clothes off. I like flies have been invented. It's sort of like, I thought it was like an early version of you can leave your hat on. Yeah. He just wants to drink cherry wine all the time, doesn't he? That's what he'd rather have. So, like, he, he's got a bottle of cherry Lambrini... Uh-huh. Oh come on, mate! No, let's neck this instead. Like, oh god, he's right, skank, isn't he? And he's had the Nicky Clarks on as well, hasn't he? His hair's straight and <laughs> hottest you can get. I didn't mind the song, though. I thought it was alright. Yeah, it's alright. Once again, it's sort of like an inoffensive song. Sort of, you know, it wasn't like amazing. I wouldn't come back and listen to yeah. it loads. But I call like, the little funk influences in all yeah. these songs, and the like. I've really grown to enjoy 80s pop production through doing this yeah. I always used to think it sounded a bit rubbish but I, I guess having heard enough of it now all the cracking snare yeah. drums I mean I do like the, the big big snares yeah. I, this is another one that I used to think was a woman singing it really yeah. I, I can get that it does sound yeah. uh, I guess he directed the video uh, David Fincher David, David Fincher. Fincher David Fincher who what? directed what? Fight Club he directed Fight Club and Seven and yeah. Zodiac and Alien Social 3. Network that's yeah. madness I know it's <laughs> wow yeah, it's did it have like a bit where Jermaine Stewart is like getting into a fight underground with some topless men and Brad no, it was rubbish it was like a live thing and then the sort of overlaid a, a woman on top of the screen every so often did she have her clothes on yeah she was trying to do oh and then at the end where he's sort of improvising the word no she's like trying to take his clothes off that's, that's probably the best bit yeah. does she manage to get his clothes off you never get to see that bit it ends sort of ambiguously Ooh. just like Fight Club <laughs> <laughs> Fincher you've done it again <laughs> <laughs> well that's a US number five okay not bad not bad yeah. In uh, Canada, in number two. Number two, babadi boopity. Boopity babadi. UK, number two. Not bad. Uh, and uh, New Zealand, number 27. Number 27. Didn't crack the Kent, mate. <laughs> Didn't even crack the Kent. Uh, Motherfucker.
our old friend Jackie Graham's back with Step Right Up. See ya. Yeah. Didn't even remember that we'd seen Jackie Graham before. Was, she was on the last one. What was the last song? Was she? Oh, it was... Yeah. There's a lot of songs I would listen to that I've already forgotten. Well, you can find out. Go, go to Tim seven on that one. Uh, yeah, another sort of funkish track. Didn't really yeah. stand out hugely, but I, I remember enjoying it. I enjoy it when it's on and then I forget how it goes straight after yeah it's just not a great song Re- like, I thought the singing was very good yeah she's a good Jackie's singer she's got a great voice but yeah it's just, she's got what a vehicle, vehicle she? she needs it's a good, really good song what ones did we hear yeah. 73 73 which she was on with that one oh uh, yeah mated. we've had mated as well did she sing with oh Samantha? yeah mated I remember that that was the duet whatever people say we made it that was good. That was like a, one of those endless love rip-off, duet yeah. rip-offs that seem to pop up a lot. Um, but yeah. She's the most successful uh, black female artist in in like the British charts oh, in the 80s. Good. So, ah. yeah. I love that. Oh, she reads that. It, it gradually got more and more specific. It's like, she's the most <laughs> successful black artist of the <laughs> 80s. Well, she released a song in, in 1995 called Absolute E yeah. Central. Oh, no, I, looked it, I looked it up because I was so like, what the fuck is this? It's like some sort of dance. It's not very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just got a good name. Absolute E Central. Yeah, I was hoping it would be really bagging like Ebenezer Good or something, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till that song comes uh, up. Uh, we've got a while yet. Naughty, naughty. Very naughty. I'm just suffering through the 80s so that I can get to the 90s. Oh, I can't Wait. Which is what everyone in the eighties thought as well. And then you're gonna like, have to oh, wish this decade. Then you're gonna have to yet. suffer through like the mid to two thousands to now of lots of pop music that you've probably never heard before. That's gonna mm. be bad. The nineties is gonna be a it's gonna be a great stretch for the podcast. Oh, It'll be yeah. the bit where we're gonna be in heaven. Finally break break through. Yeah. Uh, so this one is oh yeah, I like the little key change into the guitar solo. Jobby, that was alright. Yeah, this is a remix apparently, it's not the original. I can't even remember how this went. Know. How did it go? Step right up, hurry, hurry, I'm yours tonight, yeah, yeah, you want to be your baby, here's a hook, here's another hook now, here's a hook now, it's oh, too like, many, it's too I many, like, oh, it's it good, this song. Yeah, it was I did like this song, and it had, again, it's quite funky, little synth bass in there, yeah. yeah, but I think that's the problem why you can't remember it, because too many hooks spoil the broth. <laughs> when you just put one after another, they all meld it. You need one hook that you go, oh, that song's da 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 da. You know, like. Yeah. When you've got too many. In I don't there, know, Xenomania would, Xenomania would disagree with you. Yeah. Look at biology. That's hook, hook, hook. Hook, hook, hook. Yeah, it's good. It's good as well. Yeah. What about Dr. Hook? They had lots of hooks, didn't they? Cool, yeah. Did he have a hook for a hand, Dr. Hook? Um, or was that no that was that was, no, that was, that was Captain, Captain Hook <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of Doctor and the Medics yeah he didn't have a hook either though did he well he had hooks in his song what about Doctor Quinn medicine woman did she <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know was she like a cowgirl as well no she just yeah, saw, yeah, she was in cowgirl times uh, yeah I used you to... never saw her like ride a horse and no, throw a hook I think in you saw her ride a horse she didn't throw grappling no horse. she just sort of went and like Heal, you know, gave medical <laughs> assistance to people who had been caught in grappling hooks. Ah, yeah. 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 So, uh, are there we... charts for this? Yeah, uh, only British. So we've got UK number 15 and number 13 on the Irma. 
Mm. There we go. Simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. And this wow. is goodbye to the British Queen of British Soul. The British Queen. What? Absolute, absolute essential didn't make it on the net. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm afraid not. Uh, this next artist, she's going to turn up on a few. I really like this song. It's oh. What Have You Done For Me Lately. Yeah, this Janet is a classic song. Yeah. I'm surprised this is so buried so deep in the disc, you know. Usually the hits. Yeah. I thought this was a hit in this one, so, you know. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, Word Up in that it's like, even though it's really programmed, it's still really funky. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a great fucking orchestra stab sample in there, great yeah. drums. Yeah. It is, uh, it's yeah. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, isn't it? That's Jimmy it. Jam. Yeah. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. The producer's re- extraordinaire. Yeah, they sort of rewrote the lyrics with Janet to uh, be about old Jimmy DeBarge, who she's yeah. just got divorced. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I forgot. She Very short-lived. With, she got with your weird man from yeah. DeBarge, who looks like a fucking zombie Michael Jackson yeah. skeleton guy, he was, so skinny uh, and Michael Jackson. So yeah, so she's break. She's well, she's been married and got divorced, but what hasn't happened is you know that's sort of broken her away from her father, and she's yeah. going with sort of different management now and stuff. I will say the Wikipedia article for this song is fucking enormous. Someone's got yeah, loads yeah, of work, yeah, yeah. man. It's all everything on there. You couldn't. Yeah. Ask for more. In fact, you'd probably ask for less. Yeah. <laughs> a bit much there, mate. <laughs> You're all right. Great. The video choreographed by Paula Abdul. Really? Yeah, she's also in the video. And the video sort of takes place in a murky diner, but sometimes when it's happening in Janet's head, it's more of a sort of colourful crayon drawn diner. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't have Captain Lou working there. So, you know. Well, what's the point then? Yeah, I know. The Vanity Fair described the dancing as collapsing diagonals, which I thought was nice. Yeah, another another bad name looking thing. Mr. Prince. Mr. Prince. Martin Prince. <laughs> Martin Prince. <laughs> Prince Nelson Rogers. Yeah, Princey Boy has suggested that he might well have actually written this song. Not the Janet lyrics version, but the original. Um, he's hinted at it, and he used to play it in his sets. He used to stop halfway through and say, "Who wrote this song?" And then his he'd play his song "Controversy," oh. suggesting that it was in fact he who wrote this. Well, it could be. He wrote, he wrote a lot of songs in the eighties. It does does sound like a sort of Prince Jam, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Similar similar sort of thing. Yeah. I can see oh, that. Uh, it's a good name. It is really good. Right, so charts then. I've said, I think I'll let Simon Mills do it this time. Hello, right. <laughs> oh, I thought I know. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a number six in uh, Canada. Uh, number 10 in Ireland uh, it was a number 27 in New Zealand on the New Zealand recorded music um, number 3 in the UK and only a number 4 in America and I've left uh, the Kent report till last because I know how to fucking do this <laughs> <laughs> you sort of went a bit Australian isn't yeah, it? yeah <laughs> wow Yes, it's a number six on the Kent report. Nice, smash the Kent. Yeah. Six is good. Good, good as well. <laughs> well, only a couple more Deserves songs it. now. I'm only human, a flesh and blood unmade. Human, born 
human by the human league. Yeah. When this that's one view, isn't it? He liked yeah. it. He liked when like this song, this is also Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. Which is surprising because that is. what have you done for me lately was really good and I didn't like this really very well, much. This, when this first different. came on, I was listening to it and I was like, isn't this supposed to be a Human League song next? And I was like, oh, is this like tagged role or in yeah. the wrong order? And I had to look at it and be like, it says it's Human League, but yeah. it didn't really sound like Human League. It has just got a completely different sound, doesn't yeah. it? It's like someone else's production they happen to be singing over. Yeah, it's, it's not really like weird. It. That's not a sort of not simps that I expect to hear from her, you know. I like it a lot less. Yeah, it was than fascination, which I wasn't. I like fascination more. This is shit. Yeah. I, I can't even remember how it goes. Can you remember Harry? Is it? I'm only human, and I want to feel love. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, bit, bit yeah, after clinky uh, plonky. I haven't got much to say about this. A bit boring, really. Well, 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 well. Simon Mills liked it. He called it oh. a perfect pop record, but he didn't like the vocals. Well, as in perfect, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, hang on a minute. I don't think you understand. Right. Be like, I'm not perfect. Perhaps he should be saying no. The vocals aren't perfect, but they're perfect for this. Video's. <laughs> 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 just sort of mistily merging between Phil's face the girl's face oh just not just boring yeah. lazy lazy I tell you didn't think it was boring and lazy <laughs> the American oh. public this got sold over a million copies in the US what? fucking yeah US number one billboard bastard fucking hell yeah is that the first oh no that we had a oh that's on the billboard bastard chart is it yeah did we have a number one earlier uh yeah we did we had the one that was with uh, Like a Virgin and I can't remember which song it was but yeah we did. oh Higher Love yeah there you yeah. go yeah, yeah. UK number 8 New Zealand number 4 Irish number 5 Canadian Canadian number 1 what the fuck's that <laughs> one number 1 went gold in Canada and David Kent thinks it's worth number 26 mate oh Kent what you like I know I wanna wake up Wanna reach out and know that you're there I want you to be the first thing that I see I wanna wake up It's Boris Gardner Yeah I wanna wake up with you Right Weirdly, like two reasons why I now like this song one, it just grew on me. It's like, all right. I just sort of, yeah. I let it wash over me. I wasn't really listening to it, and I was like, "This is all I really I like." This, like, <laughs> it's really simple. Like, the, the, yeah, there's just nothing to it at all. But there's just something about it that's like, good. I've got like, that that good sort of. They always put the last song on the first disc is sort of something a bit, you know, a bit of a slow jam. Yeah, but I liked uh, it because it was, it was quite slow good jam one. reggae. It was like lovers rock. Yeah, and so it it was nice to have. It was like. It'd gone a bit like that with the Human League, and then, oh, this is completely wasted on the podcast. Yeah. I'm doing gesturing in the air, but <laughs> it was like a nice little, just a little pick me up at the end. A little pick yeah, me up. Yeah. 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 A little like, nightcap. Yeah. Yeah. I quite liked it. I don't know, I have no idea who fucking Boris Gardner is. No. no. I've got no idea who this guy what, is. What was oh. the other reason? I guess he's not I got mean, a Wikipedia page then. The other reason, <laughs> no, yeah, it's just not very long. The other reason that I like this is because I was watching this on the Top of the Pops yearly thing again. It was Sunita talking about um, 
she was trying to get number one with this uh, so macho and cruising double A side which was sort of like going for the pink pound I'm not saying cynically but it was going for the pink pound or whatever and Sunita you know what's her name's Simon Cowell's ex ex whatever they whatever they were anyway to begin with you know I I don't know just I think it's funny that she she was that her song was in the charts for like six months and it was number two for weeks and weeks and it was kept off number one by Krista Burr and then she was like oh thank god yeah Krista Burr like that's going away I'll be number one soon nah I want to wake up with you mate right uh, this is number one yeah for three weeks fucking hell ah. yeah brilliant I just thought it was so Forrest funny Garden how not show up in all of the like yeah. fucking 80s nostalgia gigs where yeah. they get 80s people to come and play their one she was like oh, oh two old men dead. like two old men kept me off number one and I was just like oh, I just think that's funny yeah they're better than you love <laughs> yeah I, I, well Lady in Red's a bit for me uh, I think Lady in Red's alright this you is good fuck off I want to make up with you is good yeah just I, I can't it might have only had a UK release because it like, that's all I've got for it is UK number one you know, traditional walking around and driving about in your car 80s video shot in London. I don't know, it's just silly, but it's good for some reason, isn't it? Yeah, I quite liked it. I mean, it's not yeah. like the most memorable song on this disc, but that's just because it's a fucking good disc, this. Yeah, this is probably really one of the best. Because well, it's got some really good songs on, but there's not really. There's a couple of really sort of naff songs, but, yeah. but even the you don't get the long stretches like, that you get on some of these now. Right. You know, you can listen to it in one sitting quite nicely. Yeah. Just get through it yeah, all. It's yeah, quite nice. Pleasurable. Yeah, you know, and there's some real, real big hits on there. Fucking higher love. Yeah. Word up. Well. Oh hell's yeah. Unfortunately. What have you done for me lately? Unfortunately, that's the last Boris we're going to see. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame. No. Oh. He's warmed my cockles with his little ditty. Ah. Oh. We'll see you, Boris. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. But now you know of Boris. And if it wasn't for this podcast, you probably never would have heard Boris. Yeah. Now you can always go back and revisit him. Yeah. So if you're listening, Boris, do write in and yeah. tell us about your <laughs> We'd love to have Boris on the podcast. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I'm, and we, yeah, we're going gonna to have to leave now because I think... Simon Mills and David Kent have got into the liquor cabinet I can hear them <laughs> oh I can my. hear them down the way and they're arguing already about lots of songs <laughs> well it's, it's, it's they're arguing about the contents of the liquor cabinet aren't they I thought this beer was insipid <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was limp language totally unprofessional <laughs> how can you say that about Castle Maine <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! Like we can do proper, proper a proper outro that I don't have to tag on at the end. Yeah. We can just do it now. Oh, nice! Fucking, we'll do it live. Damn it! Live. Fuck it! <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. 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 You can find us on Facebook at forward slash I don't know. It's on Facebook. What is it, it Jake? Have you just search. Just you? search for it. You'll find it. I think you've got to set that in the settings and. Yeah, I'm sure if you just search for now, now we're talking podcast. Yeah, you'll yeah, find you, just, it. you you do find it. You have to do a little bit of a search because for some reason, even though the words match exactly, we're not in okay, the top I'll bit. That. Okay, of, okay. But also, like, yeah, we might need to change the forward slash so that it's something because yeah. at guess, the moment it's loads of numbers. I and, guess we yeah, don't need okay. to be saying that on the podcast, no, mate. No, no, no. You can find now. You can search. Yes. Right. No, we're. 
Oh, what are we for Podbean? And we're like <laughs> Podbean dot. Up. No, it's not going very well, is it? How I've got it here. It's nwtcast.podbean.com. Okay. Yeah, Twitter it's at nwt underscore pod. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Twitter. we'd done quite well this episode. We got through know, quite quickly, and now we're just going to fucking spend an hour trying to remember the fucking links. <sighs> Thanks for listening. If you want to hear more episodes or leave us any comments, we are on the socials. Uh, we're at end. Fuck sake! <laughs> <laughs> you wanker! Doesn't matter. We can cut it. We'll cut it. We're um, we're at nwt underscore podcast on Twitter and nwtcast.podbean.com. Yeah. For our Podbean, yeah, uh, you can search for us on iTunes and Stitcher and Stitcher, yeah, yeah. and uh, do leave us a review if you feel so inclined, or unless, us unless it's a bad review, us, yeah, <laughs> then don't yeah. <laughs> leave a good review. You can use social media to tell us what you thought about Jackie Graham or Janet Jackson yeah. or any of the other pop stars on this volume. Can we yeah, get involved? We'll be back next episode where we're going to talk about now that's what I call music volume 8 the second disc. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.